0: Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to everyone, especially your visitors. Good to see new faces, <laughs> new to me. <clears throat> Good to be here again. <clears throat> <clears throat> you know, after having what was it, 2 or 3 weeks not being able to come together with you, it's I find it a blessing every time to be able to come together and <clears throat> it's just a blessing to be able to sit here and just lift your heart up and sing and some of the songs we sang were really refreshing. Um, So I got uh, handed the the job or the privilege of having the opening about 10 o'clock last night. So thankfully, two weeks ago when I missed my, when I was supposed to do it, I had most of my notes ready. So some polishing up and uh, hopefully it can be a blessing. So let's let's uh, pause for prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you. We honor you as our Lord, as the Lord of this place. As we gather in your name, we look up to you as our leader, our Lord, our Shepherd, our pastor, um, our our God, our Savior. And we come to you this morning. Lord, we give you the the rule, the uh, authority, which you already have, Lord, but we give you the right, the rights to all that we do today. Lord, we pray that you would have your way in our midst, that each of us would be blessed, encouraged, and that we would fulfill your will. Work in us, Lord, to will and to do of your good pleasure. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> so the topic for my message this morning is the trajectory of our light. And that you might find a little unique, but you'll find out. The trajectory of our light. And that comes from uh, Proverbs 4. The key verse, um, the key two verses, I'll read them and then I'll, I'll read the overall before and after. But the key verses here is in Proverbs 4, 18 and 19, it says, but the path of the just... Is as a shining light, or as the shining light that shineth more and more, unto the perfect day. And it says, "The way of the wicked is as darkness; they know not what it is." Stumble. So, eighteen is is my focus there. It's been a verse that I've always uh, thought was unique. The path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. So uh, that came up with my devotions. I guess three weeks ago or something. And uh, it was a challenge to me. The path of the just is a shining light that shines more and more unto that perfect day. So that's uh, what I'll be kind of circling around. I'm going to read there Proverbs 4 starting up at 10 down to the end. just kind of get the broad overview here. Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. When thou goest, thy steps shall not be straightened, and when thou runnest, thou shalt not stumble. Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her, for she is thy life. Enter not into the path of the wicked, and go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it. Pass not by it. Turn from it and pass away. For they sleep not, except they have done mischief, and their sleep is taken away unless they cause some to fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence, but the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness, they know not at what they stumble. My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from thee a froward mouth, and perverse lips put far from thee. Let thine eyes look right on, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet. And let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand, nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. So, the key verse here, verse 18, I'm going to read in the ESV. It it kind of puts a... um, It defines it a little bit more, what it's saying. But the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn which shines brighter and brighter until full day. So the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day. So this verse depicts a slow rising of the sun in the morning as a comparison to the path of the just, shining brighter and brighter as it rises until midday when it is at full strength. So that's what we, I'm wanting to hope to um, challenge us and aspire us to, is to be like that shining light that grows brighter and brighter. And to me, when I read that, um, as I pondered this message, um, I had to continue to look at myself and say, is that the case? Is that happening? Is it shining brighter and brighter? So, I hope that's it, your testimony. Um, your light is shining brighter this week than it did last, this month than it did last, this year than it did last, these past 10 years more than it did last. Um, so, that's where my title comes from the trajectory of our light. And uh, I'll go on later to define, and you probably know what trajectory is. Um, but it's it's the path that we're on. <clears throat> I'm gonna read in Second Peter here. Second <clears throat> Peter three, a couple of verses. Second Peter three, seventeen and eighteen. Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before, beware, lest ye also, being led away with the air of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. So there's one option. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. So here it gives us two options to fall from grace or fall from steadfastness or to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I think we, we have that option daily. We have that choice. <clears throat> so um, getting into a little bit of the trajectory, um, I have a, a history of hunting. I love to hunt. I've done lots of hunting. Uh, But the last 20 years, I haven't. Um, I guess life happened, (laughs) busyness. Um, So our life can be compared to the flight of a bullet. And if there's hunters here, if you ever studied trajectory charts, it'll show you the flight of a bullet. And it'll, it'll tell you, depending on your caliber, At a certain amount of yards, you'll be two inches high. At a certain amount of yards, you'll be six inches low. And, you know, there's a trajectory that is predicted for the flight of a bullet. So if you ever studied that, um, you know what I'm talking about. Different guns shoot different. But they have an an intended trajectory for that gun, for that bullet. Unless, of course, it hits an obstacle and that all changes. So this trajectory chart, uh, understanding this allows the gun operator to shoot with great accuracy because he knows exactly where that bullet's going to go and where its flight path will be unless there's a conflicting wind or it's being shot into brush or hits an obstacle and then things can change. So the definition, there's a lot of definitions, but one, I like this one, a trajectory is the path of an object through space or the path of life that a person chooses. And that's what I want to talk about. Um, There's a lot of things that have trajectories. Uh, A predicted path that you can say because it is flying like this, it will end up over here. And Our lives actually have quite a bit of that. Um, By looking at the past, you can't, it's not 100%, and you're not doomed because of your past. Um, And I don't want to set you down a wrong thought pattern there because just to insert there, there's Jesus our Savior if your path is on the wrong course. Another definition is a connected series of events or actions or developments. So A connects B connects C and it it forms a trajectory. God has a trajectory that he wants us to follow to hit the intended mark. Are we following his intended flight path? Now I'm not sure if you know this but um, I don't have any military history but I like to learn things. In the army, they use tracer bullets. Um, And these leave a trail of light so that the person shooting can see where their bullets are going. Because in the madness of war, you can't see a lot of things, I guess. So they have tracer bullets. They leave a trail of light. Our life is like a tracer bullet. We're leaving a trail. We're leaving a path as we fly through life. So our path gives us a pretty clear indication where we are going. Our, we're we're all doing that. It's kinda like, you know, we started off with the rising of the sun. It has its trajectory, it, it has its trail of light, like a tracer bullet. You're leaving a trail of light as you, you travel day to day. So what does the trajectory of your I think I'm saying that right. What does the trajectory of your life look like? And that's, you know, that's what I wanted to get at. What does, just seriously consider, and it's hard to do this just spontaneously, but seriously consider what is my trajectory look like? I started at A, I went to B, C, D, E. You know, what is my path? Am I on course yet? So are we on course to hit the mark, or have we been deflected? Excuse me. So in our life, as we all know, like a bullet, we're often asked to fly through obstacles that are difficult, but we're still expected to hit the mark. You know, just like um, a hunter will shoot through a lot of brush, still hoping the bullet will meet the mark. There's a lot of obstacles it's going to meet, but he still expects it to hit the mark. Our life is like that. We're going to hit all kinds of obstacles in life, but God still intends us to get through and to hit the mark. We have to make it through the obstacles. We can't deflect and make a right-hand turn. As we started off here saying, turn not to the right nor to the left. <clears throat> unfortunately, I know multiple people, some of them family, that were on a good course, run into obstacles of life, um, death of family, friends, betrayal of friends, betrayal of people they trusted, unfortunately, church struggles, etc. And it caused them to deflect off course from where they started. So they started a good path, it was going well, but they hit an obstacle, and instead of plowing through the obstacle, instead of persevering on like the path of the righteous, they were deflected. And looking at them now, they're way off course, far from where they started. Because they allowed that deflection, they allowed an obstacle to throw them off course. So has there been an event in your life that has deflected you? Have you hit an obstacle? Are you already off course? It's a question we need to ask. What does our flight path look like? So God knows we will hit obstacles in life. He wants us to get through them and keep flying toward the mark. You can be assured God would not allow obstacles in your life if he knew that you couldn't make it through them. He's not tempted you above that which you're able to bear. So if you hit an obstacle in your life, God knows you can get through it. So don't let it deflect you. I'm going to read in Hebrews 10. 35-39, 35-39, cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come, will come, and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But then he says with confidence, But we are not of them that draw back unto perdition, but we are of them that believe to the saving of the soul. So the just shall live by faith. We can't draw back, we have to get through the obstacles and keep going. God intended us still to hit the mark despite the obstacles in our way. <clears throat> Second Peter one <clears throat> Second Peter one one through ten. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have attained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these we might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge. And to knowledge, temperance. And to temperance, patience. And to patience, godliness. And to godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore the rather brethren give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, ye shall never fall. So he gives a list to add, add, add in your life. To build. And he he gives us a promise, if you do these things, you will never fall. This adding to our faith will assure us that we will shine more and more unto the full day. But as you notice here, this takes a conscious effort and purpose. It doesn't necessarily just happen while we are focused on something else. <clears throat> this takes effort, this takes a, a conscious effort. <clears throat> So thinking of our trajectory, our flight path, sometimes the best way to judge where we are going is to honestly look at the pattern of where we have been. And I think I kind of said that before, but um, kind of interesting. I born and raised on a dairy farm, and we had this freestall barn. I think it's like 130 feet long, one straight shot. Every day, I would we would get the skid steer and plop, push the manure out into the pit. So. You get the cows cleared out, and then you just go wide open down through. There wasn't much to do. Just get to the end, push them in order, and then get back. So you get to the end. If you ever go over a skid steer, it's hard to look back when you're backing up. It's just like you gotta twist around so bad. So you, you learn what the barn's like, and you just hit in reverse, and you knew by looking forward where you were ending up behind you. So it's a little like that. Um, you can kind of look at your past and project where you're going you can look the opposite way and project where you're going to end up if that makes sense it's not guaranteed, we can change course Um, but it's something to consider you know, to ask myself what is my flight path what has it been over the last 10 years 20 am I shining brighter and brighter or is it going the other way You know, it's interesting, as I thought about this, sometimes the trajectory of the unconverted is better than that of the converted. And uh, I think you know what I'm saying, but I remember from my own life, before conversion, I remember there were things I was doing unconsciously, it seemed like, heading toward the light, in some form repenting, even before I was fully converted. But thinking, I think it's now 23 years since I was converted, um, I can subconsciously be going the other direction, not paying attention, but actually instead of going to the light, begin to slowly turn away. So let's make sure we're going the right direction. 2 Corinthians 13.5 says, Examine yourself whether ye be in the faith. Prove your own selves. <clears throat> we need to use complete honesty in judging yourselves because if we don't, we will need to be judged by men or God eventually. And that seems, to be, that seems to be a rule that holds true in life. Those that do not judge themselves will be judged and it's often on this earth. And definitely after.
1: <clears throat>
0: That's what we got the law of the land for. Those that will not honestly judge themselves, they will be judged. And so, I, you know, I don't look at you as a group of criminals at all, but um, I'm just saying on a spiritual level, we need to constantly judge yourself. Where are we going? <clears throat> So if we tr- if we judge our own trajectory, we will not, to be ju- we will not need to be judged by others. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> I'm sure many of you are familiar with line graphs, and I'm not uh, an expert at them at all, <clears throat> but... If you watch, I'll just make a mock like that. Whether you track business sales, stock market, uh, production (coughs) records, (coughs) Um, whatever it may be, oftentimes you can use line graphs. It shows you trends. So let's say, uh, we start here, this, this is the month record, climbed a little here, <coughs> climbed a little here, had an off month, climbed here, and it peaked here again. So you look at that, you connect the dots, <coughs> now if you can look at it, they had a down month here. This was down. It was, it was off. And this is just like our life. You can have a period of life, period of your life where you're down. Um, um, down in whatever form you want to put there. But. So just because you're down at one point doesn't mean your trajectory is bad. Doesn't mean your trend is off. This is a good trend because it's still trending up. So let's not get discouraged for down periods in our, in our life. If we get obstacles and we're down, we're slowed down, don't get discouraged. You're still trending up. And that's that's what God is looking for. <clears throat> Isaiah 50:10 says, "Who is among you that feareth the Lord that obeyeth the voice of his servant?" that walketh in darkness and hath no light. Let him trust in the name of the Lord and stay upon his God. Now, throughout the Bible, um, you have you know, continued reference to walking in the light. Walking in the light. You know, as we read, the path of the just is, is shines brighter and brighter. Here in Isaiah 50, it says uh, that, speaking of someone that fears the Lord, they obey the voice, a uh, servant, but yet they walk in darkness and they have no light. And his advice to them is, let him trust in the name of the Lord and stay upon his God. So if you have, if you have a down period, things are dark, you don't have light. He says, stay upon the name of your God. Trust in the name of the Lord and stay upon your God. continue pressing on and trusting in him. Don't get discouraged because you're down one month, one year. Hopefully not. So we have the encouragement for those that fear the Lord, obey his voice and yet walk in darkness and uncertainty. There's encouragement for them. Continue on. Trust in the Lord and stay on your God. So if you trust in him and follow him, your path will shine brighter and brighter until the perfect day. <clears throat> you need to have that confidence and keep pressing on, even in times when you're down or when things are dark. <clears throat> okay, back to Proverbs a little here. <clears throat> 24, chapter 4, verse 26 and 27. Ponder the path of thy feet and let all the ways be established. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. And that's something we need to constantly do. Ponder the path of our feet. Um, what am I doing? What's it leading me to? Is this really what I want to do? Um... So ponder. Think. Think about the path of your feet. Where will it lead you? And set your eyes upon the Lord. Turn not to the right hand, nor to the left. <clears throat> Second Corinthians 3.18 says, But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image, from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So we can continue to be changed from glory to glory. And that's God's intent for us. So in closing, let's continue with open face, beholding the Lord, going from glory to glory, and shining brighter and brighter unto that perfect day. Lord bless you.